0: David W. Palmer. Romans 12 1-2 8. I beg you therefore, my brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body's living sacrifices, holy and acceptable to God by a logical service, worshipful, logical work with God's logos word. 2. And do not imitate this world, but be transformed by the renovation of your minds, and you shall distinguish what is the good, acceptable and perfect will of God. Parenthesis added. In this passage, the Apostle Paul talks about how to be transformed from the world's way into what he just said God wants, sacrificial, holy living that is acceptable to God. Paul says that renewing, or we could say, fully renovating, the mind is God's way to achieve this. Therefore, a mindset on the spirit, and renovated to think in line with God's word, is necessary for releasing the infinite source of holiness resident in us, God's spirit of holiness. This is a vital key for operating successfully in the law of the Spirit of life. So, what is a renewed mind, and how do we set our mind on the Spirit? Obviously, our mind is set on the things of the Spirit when we focus on love, God's Word, prayer, praise, worship, and the fruit and gifts of the Spirit, etc. That is, a mind set on the Spirit thinks like the Holy Spirit. The renewed mind is one that thinks like God, that is, a mind so fully informed by God's Word that it thinks God's thoughts in God's ways. Isaiah 55 8-11 NKJV for my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. 9. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. 10. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from heaven, and do not return there, but water the earth, and make it bring forth in bud, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater. 11. So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. A mind using logic in conjunction with God's Word is a mind that sees through deception's arguments, and replaces each one of them with truths from Scripture. We must install each of these truths logically and sequentially like the new appliances, storage and countertops of a renovated kitchen. Note, although the home renovator may be able to do much of the work himself, He will need to have his wiring and plumbing done by expert trades persons to ensure that his new appliances and installations will work legally, effectively, and permanently. In a similar way, although we do most of our mind renovating ourselves, we too need expert help for the more specialized challenges. We need Holy Spirit gifted ministries and mentors to help us complete a full mind renovation. The process of mind renewal is so intense that the Apostle Paul likens it to a war the battleground is our mind. The enemy is the deceptive devil, and the fight is for our thinking. 2 Corinthians 10 4 5 KJV For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. 5. Casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. In this passage, the Apostle Paul uses three words that show that this war takes place in the mind, imaginations, knowledge, and thought these are all processes that happen in the thinking. Because thinking leads to actions in line with the spiritual father who sowed the thought in seed form, and for whom we are bearing fruit, this is a hotly contested arena, God wants our thinking controlled by his word and spirit so his kingdom rules, in vehement defiance of this, the enemy wants to control our minds so he rules through us, thus he will do anything he can to have dominion over our thinking. Therefore, Our wicked spiritual enemy is desperate to set up permanent strongholds of deception, pride, rebellion, etc., so his kingdom can prevail, both in us, and through us into the world. Paul encourages us to tackle mind renewal with the ferocity of warriors engaged in a life and death struggle, calling it our warfare. So not only do we have to live through the disruption of renovation, but we must engage in war while doing it, work with one hand, and brandish God's weapon in the other. Nehemiah 417 18 NLT, the laborers carried on their work with one hand supporting their load and one hand holding a weapon. 18, all the builders had a sword belted to their side. In other words, at the same time as using God's words in logical sequence to pull down deceptive strongholds, we must battle a destructive, deceptive, thieving killer defending his belief beachhead, John 10 10. These strongholds are literally where Satan has gained entry to our minds, where he has entrenched his thoughts and ways into our mental domain. Paul says that our enemy's defensive fortresses become so well established that we can only remove them with the mighty non-carnal weaponry of God's omnipotent Word. Ephesians 6 colon 17 BKJV, and the Sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. To imagine that the normal Christian life is one of tranquility and euphoric harmony is completely false. We are born again into a war zone, we are God's family but we are also his warriors, fighting a deadly enemy, who ferociously defends his turf, his beachhead and strongholds in our minds. This is the only way he has of trying to stay in control. Here are a couple of passages to help us accept that the environment into which we are born again is a war zone. Matthew eleven twelve 12 DKJV, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven forcefully advances, and the forceful try to seize it back by force. Matthew 10 34 NKJV, do not think that I came to bring peace on earth. I did not come to bring peace but a sword. 1 Peter 5 8 NKJV, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Today, I encourage you to realize that living a holy life involves both logical, sequential, mind renewal with God's Logos Word, and it involves expertly fighting a deadly enemy for control of your mind, your thought processes, and your deeply held, mostly subconscious, perceptions of reality. He scrambles ruthlessly to set up his strongholds of deceptive, wrong-thinking. But we must fight against him, brandishing the absolute truths of God's Word. Our enemy tries to convince us that there are no absolutes, that there is only situational ethics, subjective realities, and that our perceptions of the way things are is the only reality we need to deal with. But this is not true— God has provided us with absolute truth, and we would be very wise to live by it. Take literally the Holy Spirit's advice to equip yourself for this critical battle, take up the armor and weapon God has provided, and fight for your mind, as if your life and eternity depends on it, because it does. Ephesians 6 10-18 NLT A final word, Be strong in the Lord and in His mighty power. 11. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. 12. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. 13. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle you will still be standing firm. 14. Stand your ground putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. 15. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. 16. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. 17. Put on salvation as your helmet, and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. 18. Pray in the Spirit at all times and on every occasion stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. Remember, you will need some of God's expert deception demolishers and truth installers to help you. In other words, receive ministry from those God has anointed, are full of life, and have abounding, godly fruit.